Have you ever experienced a moment in your life when you felt completely isolated and alone, carrying on with your day-to-day routine while no one around you truly understood what was happening behind closed doors? Come along with me on a journey of storytelling, healing, and growing in community. This is Unleashing Your Inner Truth. Hello and welcome to Unleashing Your Inner Truth podcast. I'm Magali de Jesus Esquiling, your host. Before we jump into this episode, I'd like to take a moment to introduce myself and the reason why I created this podcast. I have a bachelor's degree in sociology and social work and a master's degree in bilingual special education. I have been working with families facing various challenges for over 10 years and I acted as a classroom teacher for over 20 years. My line of work has allowed me to support families with many different situations and dynamics, but one thing I can say that all of these families all had in common has always been that they're seeking guidance, advice, and support, while not always having an outlet to share their stories. With a challenging story of my own, It really down on me to create a safe space where people can tell their stories and start their healing journey and support others who may be experiencing the same things. Unleashing your inner truth is all about exploring real life situations and challenges through the insights and experiences of our special guests. Join us as we listen to the stories and perspectives that can help us all tap into our own inner truth and find our own path forward. So here's my story. At the age of 16, I found out that I was expecting a child as I was a child myself. To be honest, I had no clue or any idea what I was getting myself into. I felt completely lost, confused, and felt like my life was shrinking before my eyes. And with little to no support or not really knowing or understanding what this test would be, I had to make a tough decision of whether or not I should give up my son for adoption or raise him. I knew in my heart that there was no way that I would give my son up. That was not an option for me, nor did it ever cross my mind. So my son's father and I had agreed that we would keep him, move in together, and continue going to school. To be honest, I was uh, terrified to move in with him because I'd never been away from my mother, but I knew I had to do it for my son. So at that moment, it felt like the right decision. But instead, I became extremely sad, lonely, and depressed. The only thing that kept me going was going to school and knowing that I would be able to hold my son. Throughout the pregnancy, it felt amazing to be loved and cared for. My son's father was very attentive and supportive towards me. We were getting along just fine. One would say that we had a perfect relationship. As I was getting closer to my delivery date, I started to notice a change in him where he was spending less time at home and more time with his friends. When my son was born, it was the happiest moment of my life, as you all can imagine. My dream of holding my son in my arms had officially come true. 
I honestly thought that my son's father would be as equally as excited as I was. But instead, he became very distant and cold with me, very verbally aggressive. One afternoon after a long day of school and me fulfilling my mommy duties, I just put my son to bed and went to my room to finally get some rest when my son's father arrived home from hanging out with his friends and he walked into the room and without any words, he started to attack me for no reason. I was so confused and baffled. I just kept asking myself, what in the world just happened to me? In that moment of frustration and confusion, I decided to take my son to my, to my mom's house and I stayed there for a couple of hours just to give my son's father some time to cool off while at the same time I was trying to process what had just happened to me. I kept asking myself, how can someone who supposedly love you have so much anger inside of them? That same night, my son's father came back and he apologized, but I was young and naive that I forgave him. As the month and years went on, the relationship got worse. I remember it like it was yesterday. One Friday evening, I was watching TV when my son's father came home with his friend. I could see in his eyes and his body language that something was wrong, but I could not identify what it was. He began to argue with me, and because I didn't do something he wanted me to do, he attacked me again in front of his friend. He managed to pinch my legs and arms using his own body weight while punching me on my chest, stomach, and legs. I was screaming so loud in hopes that his friend or anyone, no one came to my rescue though. This time, he beat me so bad to the point that I could barely move my body. He held a plastic bag over my face as I tried to fight him off. He even held a knife to my neck and promised to kill me if I told anyone, including my family. No, mind you, he was about 6'4", and over 200 pounds. I felt completely stuck and isolated in that moment. I truly believed that my life would be over in that moment, and all I could do was pray to God to get him off of me. All of a sudden, my son's father stopped and walked away. As I could barely move, I tried to rush to the other room to make sure that my son was asleep. And to my view, he was completely sound asleep and was saved. So I felt a sense of relief. And I, as I was trying to pull myself together, I continued to thank God in that moment that he not once laid a hand on my son. Interestingly enough, though, my son's father was very smart because he never left a mark on my face. However, from my neck down, I was badly bruised, in severe pain, and could barely walk. Honestly, I was lost for words terrified, confused about what I needed to do next because I've never experienced this. I had no knowledge of what, what was my next step. How do, how, do I, how do I continue to move forward in this moment? Unfortunately, I couldn't get away and reported to anyone. The whole entire weekend, I became his punching back. The next day, which was Saturday, my brother stopped by in the afternoon to say hello. It took a lot of me, a lot of courage, to get up from the couch to open the door. As I was walking back to the sofa, all I could say to myself was, please don't notice me walking funny. Please don't notice me having any pain. 
or please don't allow me to break down in front of my brother. My brother did ask me, why are you laying down in the middle of the afternoon? And my only response to him was, I didn't sleep well last night. I wanted to deeply tell him so bad, but I put myself together and control my tears from coming down my face. That night, I barely slept thinking that this monster would attack me again and then my life for real. That Sunday night, I decided that I needed to find a way to escape from this monster. I packed my son's backpack with all his essential and a few items for myself. The next morning, I went to school like I always do, dropped my son off to daycare. And as I was going to my first class, which was my physical education class, which was one of my favorite class of all time, as you can imagine, I was struggling to walk to class. When my teacher asked me if I was okay, I was still terrified to tell her the truth and let anyone know because I knew if my son's father found out, he would come off, he would come out after them. So I had no other choice but to let my gym teacher know. And in that moment, she was able to call the cops and was able to get me some help. My son's father did get arrested that afternoon. And I was forever be thankful to this teacher because of her. I am still alive. This, to be honest with you, was one of the most challenging and most difficult thing that I've ever had to experience in my life. But having that teacher who created a safe space for me to speak up on my challenges saved me. Regardless of all of this, and from that day on, I continue my journey and focus on my future, raising my son and working on my goals. My biggest goal at that moment was graduating from high school. I did that and beyond. Today, I hold a master's degree, a director role in my line of work, and have become the proudest mother of my firefighter son. People always ask me, how did you manage to hear from that traumatic experience? And if I can truly be honest with all of you, it took me a long time because I developed post-traumatic stress disorder, which was not easy to manage at first. So I decided to seek some counseling. The counselor taught me how to identify any triggers and how to control them. I had to take medication for my anxiety. I had to also attend exercise classes, listen to motivational speakers surround myself with very positive people. But one thing I had to learn was to avoid watching movies that will bring back those horrible memories. Though my healing has not been easy, I managed to create a life that is positive and healthy for me. In connection to my story, I want to share some facts from the national statistic regarding domestic abuse. On average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States. That's more than 10 million women and men combined. One in four women and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner, physical violence, sexual violence, and or stalking with impacts such as injury, fearfulness, post-traumatic stress disorder, use of victim services, 
contraction of sexual transmitted diseases. One in four women and one in seven men have been victims of severe physical violence, beating, burning, strangling by an intimate partner in their lifetime. 19% of violence involves a weapon. Only 34% of people who are injured by an intimate partner receive medical care for their injuries. One in 10 women have been raped by an intimate partner. One in 15 children are exposed to intimate partner violence each year, and 90% of these children are eyewitnesses to this violence. In a healthy relationship, both persons should feel loved, respected, and supported. Here are some key elements of a healthy relationship. Effective communication, meaning maintaining open and honest communication is extremely vital. Trust as the cornerstone, building mutual trust and creating a sense of security. Respect, partners should value each other's opinion, boundaries and emotions, individual independence, recognizing and respecting each other's need for personal lives outside of the relationship. Supportive environment, you wanna make sure that you're celebrating each other's achievements and providing support for individual goals. Remember, a healthy relationship takes effort from both partners. However, sometimes relationships can take a turn for the worse and become unhealthy. It's important to recognize the sign of unhealthy relationship. Here are some red flags to watch out for. Communication breakdown. Avoiding conversations or consistently failing to communicate openly. Controlling tendency. Extremely important. Exerting control over your actions, social interactions, and your personal choices. Excessive jealousy demonstrating unwarranted or intense jealousy in the relationship, lack of support, disregarding or questioning each other's ideas, actions, and opinions without offering constructive support, abusive, any form of physical, verbal, sexual, or emotional is considered an abuse, intimidation, one person using fear or intimidation to exert control of the other is definitely something that's not acceptable. Harassment, engaging in persistent, unwanted behaviors that cause distress or discomfort. Remember, these signs may indicate an unhealthy relationship. It is important to prioritize your well being and safety. If this resonates with you, know that you are not alone and it is important that you seek help immediately. The National Domestic Violence Hotline is a 24-hour confidential service for survivors, victims, and is affected by domestic violence, intimate partner violence, and relationship abuse. Advocates are available at 1-800-799-7000. And through the online chatting at www.thehotline.org.
www.ghostsandmysteries.org. Thank you so much for tuning in on today's episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at unleash underscore your underscore truth underscore podcast and turn on your notifications to know when the next podcast comes up. If you would like to be a guest speaker on my podcast, please feel free to email me at thejesusesquilin at gmail.com. Thank you.